Welcome everybody to the Authentic Self Show on the Nachos Cafe podcast, where you will hear more than one perspective on facing the world authentically. In life, sometimes we wear a shield to protect our sensitivity. We put on an extra layer of skin to guard us from outside threats of our environments. But the question is, does that truly protect us or could it block the sense to feel things? In this episode of Authentic Self, we discuss thick skin in the working environment. Thick skin. Thick um, skin. Who would like to start on what you think? Oh, honestly. Yes. For me, it felt like, and even just thinking about it, like I was thinking about it earlier, I realized like the concept of having thick skin for me isn't a constant. I feel like my skin is thicker in some areas than in others. Because mm-hmm. like, I feel like if I'm at work, when it comes to taking criticism or feedback, it's just like my my work mentality is like, okay, feedback is a gift. You take it, you can use it. If not, you can put it in the closet and leave it there. That's why they have gift receipts. So you right. like you can always return it in some way, shape, or form versus it being in my personal life. Like there are times where I have to actually catch myself because I'm reacting more than what I should. Like I know that in any other setting, this these words, like if I'm out somewhere and I'm I'm like being targeted and having a conversation or something like that, like race, gender, whatever that like the topic may be, if I'm out in certain areas, it, it wouldn't necessarily affect me versus it being like in my inner circle. So I feel like sometimes my skin is thicker in areas and thinner in others. But then that also like comes with like, a, I feel like, like a level of comfort. Like, cause having thick skin means you have to have like, for me, like a level of guard up. And like when it's people who are outside of like my, my immediate circle, like acquaintances, like coworkers, people I see in passing, people from like people like that, then even though they're kind of close to me there in my life, there's still a certain guard there. Like they're not like in my personal circle. Like I don't text them regularly, like how we have a text group. Like I talk to y'all regularly. So mm-hmm. it's not as if like, okay, you can say something and it doesn't phase me, but the closer you get to me in that same type of conversation, it kind of gets to me more because I feel like the closer you get to me, the more I'm letting my guard down. And the more I let my guard down, when we have those types of conversations, if I find out something new, like if we have like a different viewpoint or if you have like an opinion of me or some something like that, and it, it kind of like fits me back, I feel like it kind of throws me because I'm in a situation where like my skin is okay to be thinner because we close, but now you hit me with something that the back of my mind, like that defense part of my mind is like, well, why are you reacting like this? Because th- mm-hmm. this isn't something new that you've come across. It's just new in this environment. So that's what I feel like when it comes to having thick skin. I feel like I, it's not something that's consistent for me just because I'm always realizing like where I'm at and what's the level of thickness of my skin in that area. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Wow. <laughs> Big time. 
Yeah, and I like the fact that you said levels. I love how you embrace the thin skin, right? Because it's, it's like, that's, that was like a, a big, like, wake up for me, because I feel like a lot of times in the process of mastering thick skin, the process of mastering my emotions, I turn a blind eye to those thin areas of my life, which are also super important. And I think it's, it's, it's part of like, like, to me, thick skin is a lot more than just, I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Because when 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 I found myself using that expression, I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like okay, I'm angry. I obviously do give a fuck. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that that skin is not thick there. I think to me, what thick skin is is learning to see what makes me super mega uncomfortable, and that's obviously like I had that aha moment right now. That's obviously where my skin is thin so instead of being frustrated about it let's what can I do what things can I practice in life so I can master my emotional well-being so I could be aware of my emotions so I could develop again that thick skin and not allow the opinions of others um the judgment of others um the judgment of my own committees that are going in there sometimes it's like whoa where is this coming from affect me from what I'm working on producing in that moment, right? Um, I tend to be a person that has like all these dimensions. So like I have to really bring my awareness and focus on one thing and really be confident in what I'm doing and de- develop that that self-confidence around. I think that to me, that's where the thick skin comes from. It's like you have to practice self-confidence to be able to master whatever you're trying to master in life and then go back and polish it. Um, and definitely, definitely be aware of, of the areas in which my skin might be thin, right? Because in reality, that's what we're doing. We're, we're thickening our skin constantly. So there's areas of our life that will be thin. Yeah. Um, and uh, you guys also touched on like, um, who is in your circle and stuff like that, whereas, whether it's friends, whether it's coworkers and whether it's, um, even lovers, you know, cause each of them have a different level closer to that thinner skin. You know, and so it's like what they say is depending on who they are is like, mm, yeah, OK, whatever. And then some of them, when they got something to say, it's like I'm listening. I'm all ears because I know you know me where I come from and where I'm obviously striving to go. So what you are saying is not an attack. Maybe someone out there is going to hear it like, hey, are you guys really friends? But it's like that's how we talk because I have thick skin. If I cannot have this this extra layer that in a way protects me, but also allows me to take in that constructive criticism or feedback that maybe I need to hear because sometimes we don't want to hear, we don't want to hear anything, you know, negative that sounds negative, but if we actually read between the lines, there's something being said. And so it's like, okay, what are you saying? Like, I never thought about that. I never actually took a moment to self-examine myself in that area. So thank you so much for actually calling that out in something to improve on because you know, at work, they're always doing that, you know, and, and sometimes it's really good to know our own, know the difference from an attack versus a constructive criticism, because we know this in all areas of our lives, that there's someone who may be jealous or upset that you are striving and doing better, whatever they quote unquote is better, but you're just being your authentic self in whatever area that you are put in. And so when someone's saying some kind of constructive criticism, 
we have to also be open like okay that okay that's when the thick skin i feel like pops up that guard's like okay i know that's an attack but that's okay go ahead because I, I think you're trying to test me and maybe get me out so i can quit but i'm gonna have your job so mm-hmm. continue uh-huh, uh-huh. uh-huh you know because <laughs> there's i know you guys have went hector i know you amara yeah so i know we've been through that where yeah. we'll have someone from yeah. work and they're like i'm and it's like that voice in your head's like that is not no constructive critic. You really trying to come at me right now. Okay, I don't exactly. like your tone right now. <laughs> you know, so you know, and I'm just grateful for the thick skin. I I I got that from family, you know. Um, because all we do is talk about each other. You know, we're in the room, we're like, girl, you know. So it I yeah. come from an area of thick skin, but um I have hidden that thin layer because because it's so hard for me to, I guess, to to get to that soft part where it's like, okay, should I let what you're saying get to me or or not? And, or allow myself to feel something. And and that's where my thick skin kind of gets yeah. in the way where I'm blocking sometimes like, was that a compliment? You know, so it's like, where do you find the balance? Like you're, you know, the thin skin and the thick skin where it's like my thin skin starting to dissipate sometimes where it's like, thick skin is like, oh, hey, Say what you guys say, because I'm here. What is it? What is it? You know, and, and surrounding yourselves with people like-minded, but there are those moments where we actually can get a little soft. And that's that's what, for me, that's what I'm practicing on actually to get more, because, or maybe for myself, you know, for others, I'm always soft for others to mm-hmm. like, listen to them. And because I want to be present, because it's so hard to find individuals that are present and, and have that thick skin and be real with you, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> Any feedback on that? I, I yeah. totally agree. Like, I have, um, so I, I, I like to be, like, I'm a personal person. I'm social. I, I like people. And at the same time, I'm like, I don't, right? So <laughs> it's, I've had to learn to, like, <clears throat> my five people. These five are, like, my, they're, like, family. They're, like, more than blood to me. These are people that, like, I could step out these doors and have myself completely together, but inside here, they know like all the crazy, they know the thinnest parts of me, which is my vulnerability. Right. And I think to me, as I've, I've, I like to say that I embrace vulnerability better now at this point in my life, I still have a lot of work to do. I believe in, in regards to vulnerability, but I feel if it wasn't for those individuals, I wouldn't, be growing and continue to be okay with the idea of strengthening my growth. And it's also made me aware of like how blessed I am to be able to call my bestie and say, Hey, I need 10 minutes. I need to just vent and barf and let this out. And then don't let me talk about it again. He's like, okay, blah, 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 blah. He's like 10 minutes are up, bitch, shut up. (laughs) And it feels good. Right. Because we get stuck. Talking these victimized stories of what happened to us versus why is this happening for me this is happening for me even though it looks like a monster even though this bitch just tried to throw me under the bus i knew they tried to do that and because i know they ain't gonna do that so instead of focusing on the problem focus on the solutions for yourself do i want to show up and meet this individual in that low space where they're at or 
just stay here and be the observer of where that chaos is basically going nowhere because it's, it's, it's a dead end for them because I'm not putting my energy there to open space for them to continue to grow that. So like work environments for me are, are challenging. Um, this pandemic me to go back into that, like, you know, have a boss, coworkers and stuff. And I, I've been doing health and wellness, yoga, fitness for about four years already. So in a way it helped me to strengthen my vulnerability to go back in there and be in this environment that's not necessarily, I don't wanna call it toxic, right? Because mm -hmm. then I'm, I'm affirming that it's toxic. So there's a part of me that's also toxic, which at one point it was, and still kind of is, cause that's my thin layer there. So like right now I'm processing on how can I navigate through this, understanding that people have different levels of awareness um, people's jealousy and judgment shows up not necessarily by direct words, but most likely by passive aggressiveness. Mm -hmm. And that is lack of self-confidence. That is lack of self-worth. And to be able to sit back and be the observer, you're able to catch on to these things versus become a participant of mm -hmm. the circus. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it's just kind of like, all right, you just tried to throw me under the bus, but here's two semi-trucks coming for you and you don't even see them. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah it's like yeah i like yeah. i like that with the and then also like it, it's it's open up to, have, to be able to build more intimate connections right intimate relationships outside of those five people like opportunities to network like i have with all of you and, and that connection that we're building and having this connection of having like-minded individuals but that understanding that we're all so different right and in this journey, we're like, wow, gaining these different awarenesses from each other and now sharing this in this podcast with other people that might have their own awarenesses and get bits and pieces. And, and to me, like having thick skin is important, but it's more important to embrace the thin layers of our life, I guess, right? Like that's, that's like literally something that I've been working on this week and I'm already like, you literally just like, bam, bring it out for me. <laughs> So thank you for that. Yeah. Seriously. Oh, no, and I like, like, I really like Hector, how you said it, like the, the thinnest parts of our skin is vulnerability. And when you put it like that, like for me, because like next week I have a lot going on with work. Um, next Wednesday, the 31st, it's trans day of visibility. Um, it's a nationally recognized day in opposite of a trans day of remembrance for the day that remembers all the trans people that were lost. So my work is doing like this big panel thing on just trans awareness and visibility and not just trans awareness, but like non-binary individuals and stuff like that. And I'm actually speaking on the panel. And so like thinking about it like that, like it's, it's showing that thinner skin. It, it's being vulnerable because I, I want to ultimately let these people know. And like, it's like 400 plus people signed up to be a part of this Zoom meeting. Wow. So I'm super stoked about it. But Amazing. it's the fact that I have to be vulnerable and I have to show that that thinner skin, that, that thinnest layer. Mm -hmm. and, it, and it's like an hour's time, but to, to try and be as vulnerable as possible to make an impactful impression, it's like, it really, it's a little bit nerve wracking because I feel like one of the biggest things 
about my job, like one of the biggest challenges that I face is the fact that I don't face a lot of the restrictions or a lot of like the discrimination or like just that negative environment that I have in previous work experiences. Like Hector, you know, we talked about, not Hector, um, Nacho, you know, we talked about it when we did my interview, like how I told you everything about just previous work experiences. And it's like, to know that that's not a factor, that's been my biggest challenge because I'm used to having to have that thicker skin on pretty much in most areas of my life, especially the professional areas of my life. And so now to come into this environment where that thick skin for me mentally has always been a part of my, my work outfit, just like my badge, my uniform, that's something I go to work with. It's kind of the complete opposite. And for me, it's just like, then thinking about it when it comes to my zodiac, like I'm a Scorpio and like scorpions, the, the thinnest part of them is like that underbelly, the underside. They have like that tough, thick armor, that shell on the outside, but like underneath it's, it's really just super soft and that's me. And it's just like, cause underneath is where my heart is. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I have a constant struggle within myself of trying to balance what, which skin do I wear here and why, because in my mind, I know like what I've come across and that defense mechanism to show my shell. But when it comes to being at work, it's like, it, it's not a factor in the environment. And it, it kind of come becomes like a mental battle for me when it's like, I know I'm in this environment, but I'm still meeting new people. So these new people are a part of this environment, but what are, what are their individual mindsets? Mm. And now it's like to have to express to people how we can be more inclusive and how big, big businesses and big entities like this can, can focus on those things. It's like, how do I, how do I make sure I show this thinner skin, but then going forward, not revert to showing this tougher shell? Because when I show that, that thick skin, it, I, it can ultimately give the wrong impression mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because like we said, like there's a side of us, we've all been in that environment and work, which is like my professional, my professional mindset and my personal feelings yes. ain't in alignment right now, right. because if we wasn't here, like if that paycheck wasn't a factor, we, this conversation would be going different. Exactly. Yes. So that's where I'm stuck at right now. It's just like, how do I make sure that I'm being this transparent and showing that thinner skin, but then going forward, because I know this in and of itself is going to open a lot of opportunities for me at work. So I'm going to have a lot of people who want to get to know me and want to hear more about me. And I, it, and I could do not, cause like I talk about this podcast all the time and I actually have somebody who loves Love to it. hear it. So that's super cool. Like, like I said, this, because I feel like I have an amazing opportunity to merge two things that I love because I absolutely love like like just doing this and spending time with you guys. And I feel like we don't, even the fact that we're not on like camera every single day, the fact that like our, I love this, the energy in our chat and it's just like, it's a consistent, it never changes. Like the vibe that we have when we're just chatting and texting between us is literally the exact same vibe that we have when we're sitting here face to face. And so it's like, that comes with showing that thinner skin. Cause like I said, this is an area I feel like I can, I can show my thinner skin. Right. And 
Right. I feel like now that that's being a factor that's being brought into my professional life, it's just like, that's why I literally, I, like I said, I'd be pleased if B of A is ever like, oh, we want to just see what you guys are about. I'm like, I feel like this is something that can really open up opportunity right. and really merge that because for me to be a trans woman of color, even like starting off at an entry-level position, like the fact that this company has relieved so many stresses in my life and not only like the life for me as an individual but the life that I can provide for others like Mm -hmm. B doesn't have to worry about anything my niece and nephew don't have to worry about anything and it's just like it it comes from the security that I get at this job and so I have to be more transparent here but then in my mind it's like okay I'm still coming across individuals and even though I'm meeting all the amazing individuals in this company like not every single apple in the basket is right there's always one right apple somewhere right. in that mm-hmm. basket and the more that I'm going through these apples and meeting these people is just like when am I going to hit a rotten apple because it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when yeah and I I love the fact that this company is so transparent about speaking up and speaking my mind and like just for everyone so it wouldn't be a matter of feeling like oh there's the other plate. It just dropped. Let me shut down. Let me put on this thicker skin. Let me go back to how I've been at work. Right. It's a matter of let's have this conversation and let's move past this. Even if we don't end up on the same foot, the fact that we can in this environment still come together and support each other, that's ultimately what we need to be able to do. And to know that I can be someone who bridges a community of people who literally jobs are fucking needed the fact that people have to be on the streets and struggle and survive when there are companies out there that will hire them and the fact of like who you are as a person is not a factor like that's not something that's weighted in it's what you bring to the table what you're willing to do how are you able to improve and bring like can do you have the bfa like can you add to this community can you make us better like what do you like I'm in a position to do that for a community and it just meshes so well with this so it's like uh, I'm always at a constant struggle because like I'm showing people thin skin like all the time but at the same time it's just like now if I'm in a situation where it's like all new people. Nobody knows me. It's just I'm already introducing myself to these people. It's just like that mindset of do I need to have a little bit of thick skin in this situation because I could be myself and be super transparent, but that might not translate to somebody if I come out completely to people, which I have no problem doing, like just tell them about my life when I introduce myself to people. It's just like, how is that going to affect our professional relationship going forward because most of the stuff I do right now is support right so I'm supporting people who are going through training learning my line of business going through stuff like that so it's just like when I have to get on meetings and I'm like doing um trainings and pullbacks and stuff like that how do I know what I told you in the beginning is not affecting that Mm -hmm. like if it affects 
how you come to me for support, if it affects how you feel I'm supporting you, like how, how do I know that's not impacting that? And if so, how can we move past that? Like, it's not a matter of, oh, it is, that's a bad thing. It's a negative thing. Let's, let's sweep it under the rug. Let's not talk about it. It's a matter of how can we move past that factor? How can we make that something like it, it's, it can still be a factor, but it's so minuscule that it's not actually weighted. So that's the only thing where my struggle is. And it's just like, I have to continuously remind myself, like, no matter what, at the end of the day, like, I'm here for a reason. I've been given these opportunities for a reason. So as long as I can continue to remind myself of that and surround myself with people who remind me of that, like both outside of work and inside of work, then I feel like it'll make, it's a better balance for me when I'm challenging those moments of, oh, I have to have thicker skin on right now. I have to have tougher skin on right now because ultimately what's going to be the outcome of the situation. I want to be prepared for it versus letting myself be vulnerable, mm -hmm. showing that thin skin. It's almost so easy to be vulnerable they, sometimes in those moments. Mm -hmm. yeah. <clears throat> I think um, I can relate a lot to what you're saying. Um, when I go back into the workforce, like it's mostly in behavioral health and, you know, uh, the HIV field. Um, that's just kind of where I kind of like, you know, when I was very young, that was kind of like my opening into something more uh, solid. Um, but one thing I've realized, I think with this, with this particular organization, which I'm not gonna mention any names um, because I think every organization is doing their best to serve right. their community. Um, but there, 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 there tends to be a point in which organizations are no longer necessarily serving, they're competing against each other. And that shows up in the services, that shows up in even in the employees that they hire to run yeah. some of these programs, right? Um, I think that's, that's one thing that I became more aware of, you know, just being back in this organization for, you know, since November, um, I'm a catalyst. So whatever, whatever I, sh I, I do, like, I might not be like super there physically present with something, but my thoughts might goes into that and I almost like I put it in a room for when I have to go and, and do that right so when I got back into that field like I saw this amazing program with so many potentials and I'm okay let's go do this but then as I started experiencing some of my challenges in in my position of course like things are showing up where I have to show that thick skin right that lion like wait a minute you know this is the way it has to be or even speaking my voice without trying to overpower my superiors. Like that's big for me. Um, so one thing I realized is that I'm probably more of a consultant when it comes to this type of work. Like that was, that's a big takeaway for me as I'm moving from a negative situation, right? Like there, there can be positive without negativity. It's like the yin and the yang. Like you see the negativity, it's like, okay, how can we flip this? So that's kind of how I'm, I'm flipping this for me. Um, I realized also that people who, and we've all been there, I'm, I'm sure I'm there in, in an aspect of my life right now, are unhealed parts of our life show up very ugly. Mm -hmm. 
you know, and my thick skin is important when I'm able to see things from, from a, a different perspective. Okay, why is this person acting this way? There's a mirror here. This person is seeing something that's triggering him or her about me. I know it's not me because I don't have that feeling towards this person, even though it's getting to the point where the feeling of punching each other in the face is getting kind of mutual. <laughs> um, but I'm able to step back. And a teacher, I think I shared this before, a teacher once told me what quality of God is trying to show up in me. And when I do that, that automatically makes me not necessarily allow myself to be stepped all over, but it allows me to embrace my thick skin, embrace my vulnerability, and see the bigger picture. And a lot of times, again, it's, it's unhealed areas of people's lives that make us create conflict amongst each other. And I think a lot of these organizations hire people who have that life experience, right? Who have been, who are HIV positive, who have been through the road of recovery, but the pressure and the stress is so big. And so everything is so yeah. unstructured that it brings the employee back into that mental ill mm -hmm. space mm -hmm. because they're working with populations that are probably even worse than what they were ever. Like you're dealing with people dealing with homelessness, uh, coming into the centers with, you know, high on math, like completely a complete disaster. So there's only so much funding. So employees are underpaid. Um, there's not enough vacation for people to take. They end up using it on mental days off because it's too much to deal with. And then they're really not addressing their mental health because mm -hmm. in a way it's kind of like, okay, well, I'm gonna have a self-care day. And unless you have a solid routine of what self-care looks like you, that day off is gonna be on the couch, having oh junk gosh. food, yep. being sad, mm -hmm. you know, and all that stuff. Instead of like, if you have the skills, if you ever teach your employees the skills to all right, you're going to have a mental day off. What is your mental day off going to look like? Like, okay, you're going to go for a walk. You're going to go for a hike. You're going to go have coffee with a friend. You're going to, you know, like, you're going to go have a pedicure. You're going to go be out in nature. You're going to go for a workout. You're going to go to an art class. Like, to me, something that's going to bring your peace, that's self-care. But people in that field are so overwhelmed and so drained have to sleep all day mm -hmm. because you're not only you're well you're not dealing with your emotional issues because you're dealing with all the emotional issues that are going on with your clients at work that aren't necessarily going anywhere because the workload is so much you really can't help them and then you have these individuals who want to be these power lights in the community so then they start competing with each other mm. You know, at, to the point where I'm like, okay, dude, you're trying to compete with me. You right. are not my competition. Right. My right. competition, I see every mirror that competition. So, honey, you're wasting your energy. You're wasting your time. And you're getting on my lane, baby. And when you get on my lane, I freaking swing my tail and throw you off. <laughs> you know, and, and I have to do that because it's like, okay, you know, if, if, if I'm not going to be able to work with a team of people, then... I need to embrace my vulnerability and be okay with now stepping into the unknown or somewhat known, which seems kind of fearful because there's, there's, you know, I'm, I'm hesitant. I'm like, okay, everything was going well before the pandemic. And then I had to stop. And then what if it goes wrong again? 
but then it, it all that it's all personal right everything that we go through is personal mm-hmm. it's how we're going how we're showing up how we're evolving from it mm-hmm. it's not about the other people it's not about our boss it's not about our coworker that we want to slap around sometimes <laughs> i have to let that <laughs> one out <laughs> you know because at the end of the day when you're self-aware at the end of the day, you love these people yeah. you love them because step away and you're able to see the pain that they're going through and you know that whatever anger whatever jealousy whatever you know daggers they try to throw you it's basically just they're throwing it to themselves you know and and you're so thick because you're a fucking warrior that none of those daggers none of those things are actually touching you because now you're just a witness of everything that's going on and all, all that's going back to the source of where it's coming from either for their healing or for their own destruction it's like either you're either going to wake up with this or you're going to just fall deeper and as you become self-aware you have to be okay to allow people that are not part of that circle that uplifts you to stay where they're at like yeah. honey you want to stay in the funk go for it it's down there go for it i'm not going down there with you right. you could come up here and you could leave and go back down there whenever you want Right. But I'm not going down there. Right. Wow, that was a mouthful. That was good. <laughs> no, no, because I agree. You guys both touched on some really important parts, especially um, it's interesting when you have to, oh, uh, gosh, here I go, go blink. Because <laughs> I'm getting so excited on what you guys are saying because, yeah, when, God damn. <laughs> it's coming back. <laughs> it's good no <laughs> i can't even think right now i'm like having like a um i'm high <laughs> on what you guys have been giving me well they're making me mentally orgasm today right that like, is oh exactly what I'm, I'm like i'm on multiple yeah. i'm on like I'm orgasm 15 right now so i'm like okay i'm telling <laughs> you this i'm happy we did this in the morning because doing yeah. this i feel like doing this earlier in the morning this like I feel like our conversations that we have just set me up for like just a mental high for the rest of my day. Yes, yes. Yeah. And I feel like after this, I'm this is just gonna give me like just a sense of mental clarity for my yeah. day. And it's just right. like uh, that's gonna be relaxing. It's a Sunday, got other stuff to do, get all that stuff done. And then it's just like, but thinking about it, how you just said Hector. Like, what does self-care look like? Because you're right, it, it should be more than just taking uh, a mental health day. Because if you just take that day and there's nothing actually done with it, or you don't have like a consistent routine, then it it's not really fixing the issue. It's like a Band-Aid. Yeah. And when you said that, I'm like, dang, right. what do I do for self-help? What do right. I do for self-care? I like I've been on vacation for like three days. What if I done? And I'm like, oh shit. We took the dogs to the dog park. We even got her hair done. Like we like we get up and have a healthy routine. And it's yeah. just like you can't forget that. Yeah. We I sometimes like I feel like we not maybe it's that competitiveness in our in our head, or we're trying to compare. Like you hear someone else's mental um day where they just like like, oh my gosh, well, I didn't do all that. But that's for them, you know, and sometimes like for me, like I'll hear like, I didn't do all that and I should have did that. But then I look back, just like you're saying, like we took the dogs out and stuff like that. And we had our moments. I did have that, that mental 
um, relaxed day, that day that I took for myself to just breathe in life. It's tough because we're always on go mode when we go to work or just in life in general. Sometimes two days off is not enough, you know? So it's like, because like I share with people who take vacation, I say, take two weeks because the first week you're still coming down from getting clocking out. Like you're still, you're like, you're waking up probably in weird times of the day where you're like, um, oh no, work is not tomorrow. Oh, uh, wait, work is next week. You know, you're, you cannot clock out because you're like, should I enjoy this? Like what's going on? And it's like, no. And then that second week hits and it's like, I'm off. Like, cause I've, I did that like twice in my life and man, I recommend that for anybody. If you got able to take two weeks off, take two weeks off. You owe yourself that because I'm sorry, two days is not enough. Okay. (laughs) Even when it's like, I'm grateful that now I'm finally Monday through Friday again, where I get Saturday and Sunday off. That's wonderful because when you have that one day and then you go back and then that one day, it's just, I'm sorry, that that's, that's cruel. I'm sorry. That's cruel to the human person, (laughs) mentally, physically, emotionally. It's like, you never had the chance to breathe. And, but if you work on a routine, you create a balance, you're able to know when to clock in and clock out. And that's hard to get to because it takes practice. You know, you're like, okay, so now I'm off. And that's where I think it's, it's helpful if we create a routine for ourselves, you know, set time gaps, like at six o'clock, I'm going to take a nap. I don't give a, I have to take a nap, you know, like I need to, I need to unwind. And then at seven o'clock, I wake up and do some cardio. You know, it depends on what your time is in the day, but for me, that has helped me because I have to find some type of balance for myself to breathe, mentally breathe, spiritually breathe, emotionally breathe, because one of those three factors is going to be off and I need the other two to hold it up. You know, it's like my spirit may be like, I'm hungry. And my mental is like, would you shut up? And then my emotions are, I want to cry. You know, so it's like trying to get, I got to handle all of them. You know, It's like, Y'all, there's a lot to this, okay? So trying to keep them in. One at a time, please. Right, right. One at a time. Can you can you just not speak right now? Because I'm trying to think of ways to communicate. You know, so I think it's so important for us to find that moment and not listen to people how they have conquered certain things in their life to compare it to us, but more so like take it as an insight, take it as like, wow, that's amazing. I never thought of it that way. And that's one of the things that I'm grateful that I've, I love to listen to everybody's conquering. I love to listen to everybody's stories, obviously, you know, but I, it's, it feeds me. I, that's for me, that's my food. I have to have like this type of session because, you know, I don't know it all. And I, I feed off of that. I grow off of that. It helps me open my eyes because even, um, Amari, going back to when you were talking about kind of like how um, B of A is like really having you speak for the, the panel of like trans. If I didn't have that conversation with you, it's because I feel like a lot of companies, um, kind of like what you were saying, Hector and you, Amari, well, there's a lot of companies, they, you, they focus on the trauma of like the, the evolution of it versus on what happened afterwards. You know, like Amari, in our conversation, you're like, where do you begin? A lot of people want to know, well, how was in the beginning that you trans like, no, my life actually began now at this age when I'm Amari, this is life now. I don't talk about who that was because that's no more that the whole point of it. So that to me was the biggest eye opener. And I'm like, wow, you know, like, because you never know if you come off across offensive when you're like, so 
how was the transformation? It's like, can we not talk about that? Because everybody wants to talk about that. That's not really what it is. And so I'm just grateful that you shed that light to me because that's so important. And, and it's important for companies to really respect that. You know, just because you hear the word trans, I say it's a transformation in life to me being me, my authentic self. You know, whether other way you want to take it, it's not like, well, what's the life? No, no, no. I am, this is me and this is me now. And it started at this. Okay, how about that? It's not I was born. No, yeah, this is life now, you know? And so that- And that's I, why, I, like, that's one reason why I, I, I can't speak enough about them because it was never, going into this, even when they asked me, it was never a sense or feeling or trying to make me feel like someone's poster child or yeah. like somebody's- PSA feed a kid for a day announcement like that it was never that feeling it's always been genuinely how can we as an entity make and support both you as our employee and you supporting your community how can we be better for the community that you come from because obviously you being of this community coming here it's been a positive experience how can we show others and spread that because I feel like people get so caught up on the the external experience and a lot of it is just what we've been trained on which is our social constructs like our world norms Mm -hmm. and we can't always separate personal and professional that it's not feasibly possible at all times Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and to know it's like they not only see that but they they make it a call out on how can we get around that factor right right I love that because at the end of the day people come from all different types of backgrounds, nationalities, physical descriptions, like, like covered in tattoos, not covered in tattoos, like all, all those things, like, but it, it doesn't speak on what they can bring to the table as far as the value and their character, like, they're, it doesn't make them any less qualified than a perfect polished picture of someone like it, it doesn't doesn't cause any type of separation and I feel like for a really long time a, a lot of companies didn't understand that and they equated your professional capability to your self-presentation and it, it hasn't been like a thing at all for me at Bank of America and like I was reading something like a while back on, there was a law passed in California. Um, I don't know if you know this natural, but wasn't there like a law passed that they couldn't discriminate against natural hairstyles? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's just like- wow. Yeah, there's a lot of, there was interesting laws over here that's going on. <laughs> but but the, my logic is why would that even need to be a law? Okay, yeah. thank you. Like, that- like don't even give me <laughs> so it's like if people were like all excited like yeah this is done it can't businesses can't do this no more da, 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 da. but from just like a human like how how is that and to me why, that's why like telling on themselves why? that's like telling on themselves when they make exactly. that even a situation to pass like what does that have to exactly. do with anything yeah 
So now they got a law passed for big lips. Okay, so I can I can have my natural big lips. Thank you, because a lot of y'all trying to have them. Exactly. You know? It's like, hey. what does that mean? You know, uh, all I know is that a lot of businesses um, right now it's it's breaking from the old traditional ways of so scared of what you don't understand to now like we have got to work we have got to really push ourselves to understand the others that we have to push ourselves to understand and, what we're scared because of because you have to realize they have to they have to yeah. it's the only option because if you think about it the new the new workforce that's coming in is a lot of millennials and a lot of um the v generation coming in now hmm. like typical norm of society is be it from their gender identity their gender expression their sexual orientation like all of it they they don't fall under those social constructs and so these companies are either going to have to change or basically die because the people that they are typically used to serving the people that help them build their their giant wealth and their name like they're slowly but surely dying off like they're not going to be around forever Right. And yeah. so the fact that the masses are changing from what they were used to be and aggressive, they have to either adapt or die. Yeah. And that's one reason why like, I love Bank of America, because it's like, why would we sit here and wait until the last second to do this? Like, why, why not implement this now? Why not make it a norm that should have been a norm way back when? But the fact that the people who were in control and the majority back then that that's what they wanted that's their say so and now that that generation that group of people are slowly and it's sad to say like i don't want to say i'm like oh yeah just wait for all the old people to die but i mean you get older <laughs> you get less life so change. as they're going out we're well, going in and it's just like okay. yeah, I, feel, I feel old like i'm i'm barely creeping into my 30s and i just like i feel like right. man, I'm over the hill. I need a walker some days. And it's just, <laughs> I'm, I'm constantly no, and it's it's like crazy because I feel like I feel like I'm constantly learning. Like I feel like where I am right now as a millennial, looking at it as there was a group of people in my community prior to fighting to get equality, and yeah. I am at the the phase in that fight of it being. It, it being gotten and being more of a social norm because right, yeah, yeah. we've gotten the equality now it's at the point of making sure every er, er, pretty much every sector of us get the equality right so it's just spreading and then I'm already looking at it like there are kids and generations after me who are teaching me stuff like and it, it, it's just mind-blowing like I, I when I was figuring out like this the whole pronouns things and how to identify like I like I always say, I said this before, like, I, I will call you by your name at all times. If, like, if I feel like I'm ever messing up or not keeping up with yeah. the changing of pronouns, because, like, I, I didn't know what Z pronouns were. Yeah, no. And I'm, I'm, like we're that. from that like, same generation where of that, too, so I understand Like, that. what are yeah. Z pronouns? Like, I know they, them, there all day. But I, yeah. I don't know what like the pronouns are. Like I'm learning what demisexual is and like other types of identifications and orientations. And it's just like I feel old and out of date. Yeah. And I feel like I need to keep up with the time. So I know the people who are generations above me are definitely feel, uh, on yeah. their way out. So it's like you have to keep up or die at this point. And I feel like Bank of America is getting on that. Like we wanna 
expose these younger generations to what we have to offer and what we're trying to do and how we're trying to make the world a better place through right. you right. so that way they're prepared to come into the workforce because at, at some point they're going to have to come into the workforce and, and pick a professional path right and it may be something that they choose to like early on it may be something that they fall into find a passion for it may be something that they end up doing just because they need a job like it, it happens to us all at some point in our life like i've had jobs where i literally i i, I dreaded every moment from the time i clocked in to the time i clocked out but i knew i needed the money to make sure i was surviving and i, I have jobs like were like now I, I don't even feel like i'm at work half the time i feel like i'm literally hanging out with family that's so awesome. to have them ready and prepared to make the options and the healthy decisions and let them know like that coming as you and there is a sense of mental health and mental clarity that comes with that because if you can go into your your field of profession and know that you can thrive and entering sets you up for success like you already know granted you can't roll out of the bed and like morning breath going into work but you can go <laughs> in presentable as yourself Right. And <laughs> and still make an impactful presence in that day. Like yeah. it, it's just an amazing feeling. Yeah. So I feel like a lot of these companies are are trying to get on the like get on the times because you have to change your time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Things are definitely changing, you know, and it's it's interesting how you're you're mentioning the dynamics of your work and like in the nonprofit way in, in, in the program that I've, that I've been in for since November, you have to be aware of how, I'm having a nacho, I'm, I'm losing track. <laughs> I'm um, sorry, I didn't mean to pass that on. <laughs> um, <laughs> Tell those other two to get back. <laughs> but no, hold on, hold on, hold on. Blah, 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 blah. So, um, I, I kind of want to touch a little bit on like on the game of and. That's what I was gonna say. The game of and. When it comes to like your self care, like we're always we're always doing something, but we're just not aware that we're doing something. You know, um, I'll give an example. Um, I I like walking to work because it helps me clear my mind. It mm. centers me. I like to breathe the air. And when I get to that door, like, all right, here I come. And I come with 10,000, like, let's go, you know? Um, so when, when, I, when I'm working with people more in the health and wellness aspect and coaching, like, I like to bring awareness to some of the activities that we already do in the day. And how can we create more mindfulness and focus on these activities so they could actually be nurturing for ourselves. Like, all right, you have a commute to work, you either walk or you take the train. Well, how can you make that commute to work relaxing? That's what I asked myself. I'm like, all right. So I could actually walk through the park. Sometimes I walk through the park, I sit down for 10 minutes, I close my eyes, I, deep, I breathe deeply, and then I continue to walk to work. I, I got my, my, my 20 minutes of self-care in the morning and I was also producing and taking myself to work. 
So there's there's always ways to 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 embrace self care by just being aware. Like washing dishes. Washing dishes could be one of the most annoying things you can <laughs> washing dishes. It's therapeutic. For However, me. when I use that opportunity of washing dishes for 10 minutes and just breathe and be with the water and be with the dish and on purpose not think of anything else other than the dishes and breathe and smile, that takes care of my self-care for 10 minutes. So sometimes life, what I'm saying is life is very busy. Life gives us opportunities to produce, to grow. With that comes responsibility, tasks that we have to accomplish, goals, steps that we have to accomplish towards our goals. So it's important to be aware of what we're doing, like even taking the dogs for a walk. That's (laughs) so, when I was in Florida, I would tell my besties, like, I'm taking Nacho and Lala for a walk in the mornings. (laughs) And to them, I think it was kind of like, oh, how sweet, like he's taking that responsibility. I'm like, oh, I'm, vicious. <laughs> I'm taking some self-care first thing in the morning with these two pups, you know? And at the same time, I'm contributing to the household that I was living in, right? Because they don't have to worry about that. So like, there's ways to do that. And of course we want to set that time aside. That way, when we do take that mental day off, like we structure it. It's like, okay, I'm taking the mental day off tomorrow. I'm going to take naps. Like naps are big for me. When I'm not in the work field, like in the workforce field, like I literally take religiously a 30 minute yeah. nap every yeah. day. Like mm-hmm. I turn my phone off. I set my alarm on 30 minutes. I lay there and I feel good and I have no guilt about it. So right. I think no matter what work environment we're in, where, what work field, what field of work we're in, it's important to be able to, to take care of ourselves, consciously mm-hmm. take care of ourselves. We continue to develop a healthy layer of thick skin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Because mm-hmm. thick skin could be like also part of like, like our past, right? You know, like, you know, the chancla and how tough we were growing <laughs> up. You know, I, I feel like as people of color, like, like, I feel like my parents gave me a lot of tough love, you know, okay. and there's even a, there's a difference between that and vulnerability, because a lot of times that tough love made us not embrace our vulnerability, right? Because it's like, oh, you have to be strong and you're a warrior and this and that. And yeah, you are all that. However, in order to become more of that in a more graceful, polished, loving and kind way for the world around you, an empowering way we have to continue to embrace those vulnerable areas of our life and then also see how can we polish the layers of thickness that we've acquired in a positive way. Like, cool, I can hold space for this person. That's my power. However, it's not in my power to take their pain and make it my own. Right? Right. Right. See, this is some... what I say. Hey, <laughs> uh, your life is like that orange, that Florida orange juice commercial. Because you literally, you just be squeezing everything out of it. And I like how you put that the the power of in the end game. I, like I like that. I've never heard it put like that, but I'm I'm definitely gonna start incorporating that because if I look at it like that, you're right. I realize how I can get a lot more self care out of things that I'm already doing mm-hmm. that I, I wasn't even mindful about before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, and I like there's a part even, that even you were... if you're, I tell people 
I, I tell people real quick, I tell people in the corporate world, like even when you're at your office, like if you have a lot of work to do and you just don't have in your mind, I don't have that time, continue to do the work that you're doing, but this time set the phone for 10 minutes and the alarm for 10 minutes and just focus on that task, single pointed breathing, consciously breathing. Like if you're returning emails, just consciously breathe, bring that in and you're going to see how you're even going to push your productivity to the next level mm-hmm. because you're embracing presentness in that moment. Mm-hmm. You're embracing mindfulness in that email that you're sending by breathing and being aware or whatever task you're doing and minutes when the alarm goes off, you're going to be like, Whoa, I'm on a roll. And you are in such a state of peace and focus. Mm-hmm. But again, it's being that awareness. There's chaos in my mind. There's chaos around me. However, I, I am not going to be that chaos. So I'm going to, I'm going to separate myself so I could actually do something. And, and then that's when we're able to show up, right? That's when people see us as like, wow, why are you so calm? Mm-hmm. I'm like, why am I going to lose my cookies for if right. it's not going to get anything done? Right. Yeah. Right. Thick skin, thick love. <laughs> it was something we were talking about as um, when we, when we grow up and in, in, the, in our, our colorful world of when we're up our upbringing, like you were saying, we're, we're taught to have a thick skin, but I think what makes us get through is that thick love. Because there's one thing of building that layer of thick skin where you where you're not vulnerable, but you also have to have that thick love to let you know you don't have to always be hard. There's a softness there that you know, must embrace. And if you keep that thick just as much as your thick skin is, you'll have that receiving and giving easily and, and fluidly and have a wonderful understanding versus judging it and being cut off like, no, that's too soft. I can't have that. You know, but it's like, no, no, you can come and talk to me what's up? Tell me, tell me, tell me what's going on. You know, you, we could put on a facade because of the way we probably care ourselves is very intimidating to a lot of others because we have, we embrace that thickness of ourself and we have met that thickness within ourselves eye to eye. And so people who are having that trouble, whether it's their thick skin or they're just wearing their emotions on their sleeve it, 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 it's misunderstanding and it's misinterpreted sometimes from the outside individuals who don't, haven't even got there yet. And so it's so important that not saying we have to be a beacon to so many people, but being a beacon to ourselves is a beacon to others. You know, those who come into contact with us, it touches them. Even just a simple hello. Amara, if you say hello to somebody, someone's going to be like, oh, I'm going to hug her. You know, like, uh-uh, pandemic, honey. But, you know, or, or Hector, you know, I, I can tell just probably being around you and your, you know, your aura, it's just like, it's very inviting. It's inviting even in your pictures, you know? So it's like, I, I mean, I love this. I, I really do. This is thick love and thick skin. So it's like, whatever you say mm-hmm. to me, it may sound like an attack from other people who are listening. But to me, that's love because, because of my thick skin. We got thick love. So it's like, I know you're not attacking like, girl, take that off. That ain't cute. That ain't cute. And we ain't kicking it. But, you know, it's like, it's a fun, but we do that to build it. You know, <laughs> so it's like, girl, you can poke at me. It's okay, but now I'm going to poke you back. And, you know, so I just, I love being around thick love people because that comes with thick skin and thick love. So it's like, you know, I'm not coming from an attack or jealousy, it's coming like, I'm your friend and you know, I'm gonna always keep around and I gotta make fun of you sometimes because we gotta keep that skin a little thick, you know, so.
say, bro, why'd you overplug your eyebrows? <laughs> Like, uh, I see this as a connection. Haney, we ain't go, uh-uh, I'm gonna wait. We're gonna wait. We can be a little late. You go handle that. I'll help it for you. You missed the spot, you know? <laughs> uh. <laughs> well, I know it's getting time, Amari. And I think it's also awesome. uh, yeah. I was gonna say, I gotta hop off here, yeah. Love well, thank both. you. <laughs> Always happy to have these conversations. I'm probably gonna end up texting y'all later today. Yes, so please do, please do. <laughs> yeah, have a good rest of your day. Likewise, enjoy. Enjoy the wedding. And that completes today's authentic sub episode on the Not Just Cafe podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and don't forget, it's not about how the world sees you. It's about how you embrace your own world.